0: Welcome to this podcast episode, calling in your soul community to up level your success. You know, my egoic mind is kind of like making a podcast episode about community is lame and no one's going to be interested in it. But I don't think that's true. So I'm making this episode. I felt called to make this episode and I have just more and more over time learned the power of community. It is just so powerful. And not only that, I've just learned more and more over time how essential it is, how essential it is to be surrounded by the right kind of people and really have a community that's got a similar mindset, a similar outlook to you that is there for your highest growth. I am a recovering lone wolf. I would like to think I can do everything on my own in my ego. I I feel safest on my own. And that has shaped a lot of how long it's freaking taken me to learn this lesson and really understand how important I'm going to call it soul community is. What I simply mean by soul community is community that really are on your wavelength and mindset and they get it and they're there to hold you to your highest. They see your light, they're calling you to your light or to your greatness and they see when you're in your victim or when you're really struggling or having a tough time and they're compassionate towards that and loving towards that but call you to what what is higher and help you see that there is more than that and that you are more than that. And there are greater possibilities and opportunities out there for you. So they're really holding you to your highest, which I think is very different to majority of mainstream mindset, which is about being in suffering together and self-depreciation because you don't want to act like you think you're any good. You connect with people about complaining about things. This is what it was like at my engineering job before I left that I just felt so fed up about is that Monday, everyone would come in and complain about Monday. Like the theme, the way to connect with people was to complain about work and life and the the fact that you wanted to wait until the weekend that's not your soul community. They're people that just want to stay on this certain level and be a victim to life. That's not what we're here for. Okay. So when I say soul community, I really mean those people that are going to hold you to a a higher level life than that. So, before we jump into the episode, I just want to let you know if you are a keen bean and you are listening to this episode right after it's come out, I'm running a free Sacred Money and Power online class. So, this online class is an invitation to come together with other like minded, ambitious, soul centered women to explore and upgrade your relationship to money and your purpose. So, this class is about going beyond the mental realm and Working with your body to access higher states of consciousness, to access greater clarity, embodied shifts, and greater personal power in regards to money and your purpose work in the world. So, we're going to be going through actually how you can use your sexual energy to shift your relationship to money, up level your life, your purpose work in the world. We're going to be talking about your nervous system. And then we're also going to do a short practice. So, I'm going to guide you through a short practice where you get to experience this for yourself and you will experience a shift around one of your biggest blocks that you're holding. Well, you're going to find it using this process, find one of the biggest blocks that you have towards what you really want right now. And then we're going to do an embodiment process on integrating that, creating a shift around that. So I would love to see you there if you're listening to this episode early enough. The class is on Wednesday, the 21st of July at 7 to 8 p.m., as in 7 p.m., finishes at 8 p.m., Australian Eastern Standard Time. So that's Melbourne and Sydney time. I know that's a horrible time if you're in the US. There will be a replay if you would like to join us so you can still sign up and get that replay or it will be 48 or 72 hours. If you're in Europe, that time should work out all right. You can sign up via the link in my in the episode description notes or if you head over to my Instagram, the link will be in my bio as well. So just wanted to give you that little update before we jump into the episode. So in this episode, I'm going to share with you number 1 why soul community is critical for success. And again, as I shared, you know, this is something I've really had to learn and experience firsthand how powerful community is. So why it's critical for your success and also Secondly, how you can call in more of your soul community. Wherever you're at right now, maybe you feel like you've got community but it's not the soul community you really want or you just want to expand your soul community or maybe you're feeling really lonely right now and like you don't have much community going on in your life at all, which I have definitely felt at a number of times in my life. So, I get it. Wherever whichever stage you're at, this what I'm going to share with you in that second part will help you generate some ideas, some actions that you can go and do to call in more of that soul community. All right. So why is soul community so critical for success? I'm going to start off by quoting a couple of other people here. So firstly, I mean, I don't know who is meant to have said this quote originally, but we all know the saying that you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. I completely agree with that in terms of the attitudes and the mindsets that you will come at life with. The five people that you spend the most time with, that you talk to the most will influence you so much in how you think and what you think is possible and how you go about situations. I have had experiences where you know i've got into a completely expanded mindset but then um been surrounded by people who just didn't see the world that way had a really limited way of seeing the world you better do what's safe you better work hard or you better you know that might not work out you might be rejected that might be too vulnerable and then you just start to take that back on and then you almost start to think like That other way of seeing life or operating, maybe that was an illusion. Maybe you're being delusional. The people that you talk to the most and spend the time with, you can't help it. They have such an influence on how you're then thinking and coming at life because they'll speak to a part of you and then you'll, you know, that'll awaken that part of you or that will, you know, they might just constantly speak to your victim and then you will more and more operate from and live in your victim. A mentor of mine said in one of uh, maybe the first or second training of his that I did, he was saying at the end, Magicians aren't lone wolves. Magicians being people that use alchemy and live their life by intuition. Magicians are not lone wolves. You have to have community. You won't make it without community. And he was saying that this because you can't see the whole way around yourself, you know. We all cannot see ourselves exactly as we are and you've got to have community that can see that, that can pull you up on that, that as I was explaining at the start, that can see your genius, your greatness, and inspire you to that, point that out in you, show you that you've got that, as well as see your victims, see your habits and behaviors that are sabotaging you, playing out, and be able to give you those reflections as well. So you need community to live from that higher level, You don't need community if you just want to live from a default egoic perspective. I mean, community would be nice, but it's not essential to succeeding at living in a default egoic perspective because that's what's going to happen anyway. But it is necessary if you want to be operating on that higher level. So, what happens when we don't have soul community? Well, what I have definitely found, and I've had a lot of people say this to me because a lot of people, have made comment to me of how powerful the community element of programs I've run are is that when you don't have that like-minded community when most of the people you're spending time with just don't have those kinds of beliefs or see the world that way you get you just get swallowed back into mainstream aka limited thinking And that just kind of informs your life. And you just start thinking in a more limited way and operating in a more limited way. Like you've got to be safe. Oh, that's probably not possible. Like, oh, you just need to, you know, do this, this and this. So without that community, we lose touch with that part of ourselves. And this has happened to me like one time in particular. I remember earlier on when I first started getting into personal development work, about maybe a year into that, having heaps of community, finally, uh, that were on that wavelength and doing, I did a lot of retreats and things and then being completely removed from that. And actually when I was moved to Melbourne, I I just went such back into a default egoic mindset on the main, like I was still out there to live my best life, but on the main. And it's really interesting how when you swing from one perspective to another, like each one feels so real. One of them feels like, oh, how could I have been stuck in the other one? And when I say each one, I mean like, you know, being in a really expanded kind of creator mindset and then being in your limited victim mindset. And the thing is both are real. If you, whichever one you choose will be your reality. They're both real. So when we don't have that soul community to keep us anchored in that, you know we often just kind of fall back into the mainstream narrative about life so the other thing is that you might start to think that your what your heart truly desires is just a pipe dream and you'll go back to watching netflix and going to barbecues on the weekend <laughs> i've got nothing against barbecues it just came to me because when i lived somewhere where there was no community As far as I could tell, that were committed to any higher path in life. Everyone would go to to just have a barbecue and drink beers on the weekend, and so I just have associated barbecues with escapism and uh, not having any higher ambition in life. Anyway, there's nothing wrong with barbecues. I like barbecues, but without that community, you can start to think those visions that you have for your life are just totally delusional. Oh, you don't want to get there. You get stuck in self-doubt because there's no one to help get you out of self-doubt. In fact, anyone you talk to about it will probably confirm your self-doubt and you don't see the opportunities in front of you that require that bigger thinking. And also, as I said, you can't see the full picture of yourself because you're so skewed by your own judgments and your own shit basically. So that's what happens without your soul community. When you have your soul community, you are able to stay connected to what you truly know and believe because they fucking pull you up on it. They say no, that's not all that you are. That's not all that's possible. People call you out when you're playing small, hold you to your highest and also hold space for you when you're in your lowest, ideally, with love and compassion that that you know that's a that's a totally human. Normal part of you as well. And if you try to reject that part of you, it's usually not going to be healthy. So, to to be able to really hold space for that, what I find is a lot of, I guess I'm just calling it mainstream thinking people, is that they're so uncomfortable when you are feeling low, when you're not feeling good. And it's like, how can we band aid this? How can we pretend you're not feeling bad? How can we, like, oh, don't feel bad? Oh my gosh what an unhelpful thing to say to someone. So having that community that can really hold space for your vulnerability, I guess that's exactly what I'm getting at. Hold space for your vulnerability. I find when I, cause I'm just so used to that now, I'll just be vulnerable and share vulnerable things with people that aren't necessarily of that mindset and they will be uncomfortable with the vulnerability and, and feel like there's a problem that needs to be solved. And it, um, it just doesn't turn out that well, I, I find. So in a nutshell, that's what I see to be really what draws you back if you don't have that soul community and how you're really supported by having that soul community. And that results in drastically different outcomes in your life in my experience, because you're either going to fully commit and go for what you would truly love and creating the life, you know, in your heart you want. And when you're in that, you know, really expanded state, you know, that's what you're meant to be doing. So you either commit to that or you you know, try to pedal along and do that on your own, but you just keep getting avalanched by self-doubt, wondering if it's even real, wondering if you're worthy of that vision. Everyone's telling you to just go get a steady job and, you know, drink beers and have barbecues on the weekend. That's not the life you're choosing for yourself. So you got to have that community. All right. So how do you find friends and community that are like-minded like that? There have been a good few times where I have not really had that or not maybe had like a kind of vague, broad community, but not like close friends in it, which I think is really important is that, you know, you're able to have honest, intimate conversations with people so you know a really a bonded community where that is either something that you do or it's facilitated because you're in a community that facilitates that so the first thing that i would say you want to do for calling in or finding these friends and community is get clear on what your highest vision is for that not what you think is what's possible, but what would you love? What attitudes? I think this is kind of the most important part. Is like, what attitudes do you want those people to have? How do you want to live your life? How do you want to be inspired to live your life? And what are their attitudes? What is their views on life? How are they choosing to live and operate? That's what you want to get clear on first. So once you've got a clear idea of that, then you go into these steps. So I've got four four main th- things that I think can h- then help you with actually connecting those people with those people and creating that community. So number one is quite simply reaching out to who you're interested in connecting with. I know that sounds really straightforward, but that's That's basically it. So this could be, you know, people that you or someone that you follow on Instagram or that you're connected with on social media, but maybe you don't really know that well, but you see their stuff, you like their vibe, you want to connect with them. Message them. Just start a conversation with them. Or it could be someone that you have done a course or program with before and you like their vibe and you're interested in connecting further. Message them. This actually just happened to me a couple of months ago. A woman that was in this training that I had just done, we'd actually been in a few trainings together. We'd actually never exactly crossed paths in the training because they're trainings with quite a lot of people in them. But she just sent me a message and she was like, oh, you know, I'd love to connect. And now we're doing fortnightly intuition alchemy, like using the framework that we use uh, in our work with each other doing these sessions. And, you know, this is another thing on knowing who you want that community to be is that I actually only want to do those sessions with other people that um, use the same methodology or have the same framework and outlook as me because that's how I want to live my life. So, I want someone else that gets that and then can really hold me to that. So, you can just directly reach out to people. Something that links to that point with someone that you meet or someone that you want to get to know more, a really great way to do it is to have a shared activity that you, so you can actually repeatedly spend time together without all of that time having to be one-on-one time that you've chosen to spend together, especially really early on when you don't know each other that well or, you know, conversation might not flow that much, or it just might not be that you're wanting to give up that much of your time to just spend with each other. If you have a shared activity that you're both going to enjoy, then that's something that you can do with that person and get to know that person more while you're doing it. And I find that to just actually be one of the best ways to get to know people. And that's why school was so great is because you showed up at this shared activity every single day for five days of the week. And you just got to know people because you were in classes together. So if you can find a shared activity to do together, that is a really helpful way to building that relationship. Number three is to join a community. This is a a really great way to build community is join a community whether that's going to free events whether that's joining a membership or joining a networking group or something like that where you actually join a community that's got the type of people that you want to be surrounded by in it and then ideally even facilitates you building relationships with people in that community that is a fantastic way to build and and have that community around you in my sacred money and power membership we just had one of our connection calls last night actually and half of the girls said that the community and the connection calls is their favorite part of the membership. Even though to me, that was not what the membership was about when I created it. But for everyone, the, the community has just been so powerful. And I've had a number of those women reach out to me and say, you know, that they've made friends through the membership or through other programs of mine and that they've just been such awesome, like-minded women that they just didn't already have in their life that had the same ambition as them. So, you know, I, I know from my programs that I've run, how powerful people have said, you know, having that environment where there's facilitated community and people that are all here to grow in the same way, how powerful that's been for them. This it actually belongs further uh, earlier in the podcast episode. But something that I remember really surprised me when I was running my Wealthworthy Journey online program, it really shocked me that I did these weekly calls during it that didn't end up being so much Q&A calls, but I made them sharing calls so that everyone on the call got a time slot to share exactly what was happening for them you know, as they were going through the course or whatever, what was coming up. And a lot of people told me that was their favorite part of the course. And they got so much from hearing other people's sharings and from sharing themselves. And it really surprised me. And it's a thing, again, that I've just found consistently in the programs that I've run that people have said that. You know, and as I said, I didn't grow up as a community person. I always felt like an outsider. I didn't belong. I grew up on a farm. We were half an hour out of town. My parents weren't really involved with the community in town. My closest extended family was two hours away from us. And, you know, I was just out on the farm. We were like our own little secluded, isolated people. So I didn't grow up with that strong sense of community. Finally, the fourth thing or fourth way to build those friendships build that community is to go to places where those kind of people go so is that the gym is that yoga is that a meditation group is that a pilates class is that um certain type of art events or networking events so going where those kinds of people would be finding those people there and striking up a conversation, reaching out, doing those other things that I shared about. I pray that wherever you are right now, you find the soul community that is in service to your highest, that will support you to bring through your magnificence, your radiance, your gifts that you just yearn to and desire to express in this world because that would just feel amazing for you. All right. That's all I've got on community for today, guys. But before we finish up the episode, I want to share with you some very exciting news. As I said, I'm running the free Sacred Money and Power online class tomorrow night, but also the Sacred Money and Power membership for women is open for enrollment as of right now now. So enrollment is going to be open for the next week and a half. I would love to invite you to check out this membership and consider if this would serve and support you in your journey where you're at right now. It is a truly magical membership with truly magical, amazing Women in it. And if this is going to be in service for you, I would absolutely love to have you in it. I would love to have you join. If you would like to find out more about it, click the link in the episode notes or you can find it on my website. If you head over to my website, alexisharvey.com, you'll be able to find it on the homepage. There you can check out a bit more information. Feel free to get in touch if you've got any questions. And with that, I will love and leave you. So thank you so much for joining me for this podcast episode. I'm sending you lots of love and I'll see you in the next one. Ciao.